ERC Now, a podcast developed especially to support your journey as a key team member of today's Emergency Relief Centre, or ERC. This podcast has been designed to help make your time at the ERC run as smoothly and successfully as possible. You are about to form part of a diverse, multidisciplinary team made up of passionate, committed volunteers from local government, government agencies, and other community groups. It may be some time since you have undertaken your training or been part of an emergency relief centre, and that is okay. We are here to help. Over the next 10 minutes, we will be providing you with an overview of what you need to remember at every step of the way in your role as ERC manager. This includes before you head off to the ERC, when you first arrive, your primary tasks to focus on during your shift, as well as what you need to do if you are involved in deactivating the ERC. Finally, we are going to focus on the most important element of the ERC, and that is you and your own well-being. The ERC is generally the first port of call for people who have just undergone a very traumatic event. They will be anxious, confused, and upset. Some will be angry. Others will be distressed about locating loved ones or leaving pets. The environment of the ERC may be chaotic and unfamiliar. It is rewarding but draining work. And it is so important that you feel up for the job and be mindful of your energy levels throughout your shift. Do remember that each emergency is different. And although we have given you a guide to your roles and responsibilities, you may need to exercise some flexibility regarding team sizes and duties. The Otway District Collaboration is a partnership of Karangamite, Colac Otway and Surf Coast Shires. You may be partnered with volunteers from different areas and with different ERC protocols. Use your judgment here and be flexible when possible. Keep in mind the big goal of helping the community through an emergency. To refresh yourself of the core functions of an ERC, visit the Emergency Relief Centre standard operating guidelines. So, you were on the way to the ERC. There were a few things that needed to be done before departure, so let's revisit them now. Once the decision has been made to activate the ERC, you should have had an activation briefing from the MRM. This will give you an overview of the situation, location and logistics of the ERC. Hopefully, from this briefing, you have a clear understanding of the centre and have taken a moment to plan out your management of it. As ERC manager, you may be required to actively participate in this briefing, either at the ERC or at council offices. During the briefing, you need to confirm that the teams have completed, or are aware of, any pre-departure checklists, and that they know who they are reporting back to at council, and that they have these contact details handy. Inform them of the location of the ERC, the meeting point of all staff, any necessary safety risks, and any other information that you feel is relevant. You should be in possession of the keys to the ERC and instructions as to how to gain access. The ERC trailer should be on its way and don't forget to check on its arrival at the venue. If the ERC trailer is not being delivered, make sure you have a mobile ERC kit with you. Make sure to ask the MRM where to locate the ERC Go Kit. As an ERC manager, I found it really useful to take a moment at the MEC or with the MRM to ensure I was across all necessary information. It was particularly important that I knew which agencies would be present at the ERC. 
This is really vital as it was my responsibility to monitor the number of people registering at the ERC and informing the MRM if we were reaching capacity. Confirming with the agencies was really important. As a team leader, having a briefing with the ERC manager before I got to the ERC really helped me to confirm what I needed to do and feel confident with knowing who to turn to and what my role was. It was also nice to have a moment to communicate without the pressure of being at the centre. Your role at the ERC is vital in ensuring communication runs smoothly between all teams and agencies and that the ERC is operating at its best. Often people in high stress situations find active listening a challenge. Help your teams and staff by keeping your communication calm and concise. When delivering your messages and setting tasks, be clear about the activities you want staff to do and make sure they have understood you. Clear communication is key to the ERC's success. And delegate. It's very easy to become involved in all the little tasks and overwhelm yourself. Use the skilled team members you have with you and lean on them. Delegate tasks and jobs for team leaders and concentrate on coordinating the whole centre rather than smaller aspects of it. That's what the teams are for. Managing people can be stressful, particularly when dealing with community who are experiencing trauma. Your teams and team leaders will be looking to you for guidance and leadership. So take a moment before you arrive to gather your thoughts and focus and be clear on what your role is and how best to achieve it. Don't forget that there's a checklist detailing your priority activities as ERC manager in section three of the Emergency Relief Centre Operation Guidelines as well as a checklist of materials to bring in the appendix in section six. The Emergency Relief Centre Operating Guidelines Handbook is found on Crisisworks, or alternatively, there is a copy in the ERC trailer or ERC boxes. If in doubt, email the MRM and they should be able to send you a soft copy. Okay, so you have arrived at the ERC. Take the time to open up the building and familiarise yourself with the layout. Understand which areas will be allocated to which teams and ensure that the ERC trailer has arrived. Once the staff and agency begin to arrive, it's your role to manage induction tours of the facility, provide briefings and ensure that all staff and agencies sign in appropriately at the beginning of their shift. Depending on the size of the emergency and the centre itself, you may be managing anything from two to three team members to eight to 10. Use your judgment accordingly and be flexible around the resources available to you. Holding a briefing for the ERC staff ensures that all staff members, particularly the team leaders, are aware of what their role is and who to report to. In some instances, the impacted community may already be at the ERC. Figuring out how to manage this as well as managing the setup requirements can be challenging. Then we do an induction tour of the facility with all the staff and any agency, and once I've ensured everyone has signed in, they can start their roles. Doing this properly at the beginning ensures smooth operations when people begin to arrive. Don't forget to establish clear lines of communication with the team leaders and MEC so everyone knows who they are reporting to and for what. Make sure the relevant information is reaching both your staff and the MEC. Sharing information is vital. Speaking of communication, 
Don't forget to advise the MRM of any immediate support requirements and confirm when the precinct setup has been completed and is ready to be operational. All action items for ERC setup have been clearly set out in the activation checklist in Section 3. Once the ERC has been established and is operational, your role as manager is to continuously review and control the smooth operations of the ERC and its staff and agencies. Keep on top of briefings for staff and check in with the team leaders regularly. Remember, they are taking care of the community, but you are taking care of them. So make sure they are accessing their regular breaks and keeping hydrated and nourished. That goes for you too. Remember to eat and drink to keep your energy levels up. One thing that may help you is to base yourself outside the main action of the ERC, a quiet area that you can coordinate and manage from. One really key element for the ERC manager is to ensure that all ERC staff, contractors and volunteers have been briefed daily and are appropriately signed on. Remember that if you have some time-critical information that needs to reach everyone at the ERC, feel free to stop the action of the ERC to make an announcement. You may wish to use the assistance of a precinct team member with a loud voice or police officers if they are present, but don't be afraid to stop the room and deliver your critical message. It's important for an ERC manager to be aware of all staff and agency, particularly by ensuring food is available at all meal times during the activation and that their mental health is being cared for. A typical shift at the ERC will include ensuring the ERC is running effectively, reporting back to the council MRM or MEC with situation reports regularly, and managing any difficult situations that arise. Rely on your team leaders to keep you up to date with any requirements or concerns from the teams at large. And don't forget to check in with the agency staff. Come and talk to us at the community support team. We are the meet and greet face of the ERC and we'll tell you if we need any assistance in terms of helping people living with a disability, members of the cold communities, young children, seniors, injured or those with a pre-existing medical condition. As we manage the registration process, we'll keep you updated on the numbers of community registering and how we work collaboratively with the Red Cross if they've joined us. Also, discuss with us whether any individuals or groups would be better cared for elsewhere and whether the provision of the personal support services we are providing are adequate. For logistics, come to us to make sure we are resourcing things correctly. Accommodation requirements, catering, material aid, cleaning and sanitation and supply of equipment. We look after everything inside the building along with catering for staff, agencies and community along with managing any other ordering needs. The information management team are here to ensure we provide timely information to the community. This will include notice board, PowerPoint display, etc. Feel free to consult with us to make sure we do it with clarity and respect, making sure we consult with the community to ask them what they want to know and obtain any information they request. We will pass on all information to other team leaders, MEC and functional support. Often we don't have the information community want due to verifying the information. We will sometimes need to say we don't have that information yet. We are expecting an update at this time and hope to have that information verified then. In the admin team, we'll be busy managing all the information and data 
including the ERC reports and the Situation Report. We record activities and monitor crisis works, so consult with us to make sure our processes are in place and the requested forms get back to the MRM or MEC. Check with us to make sure the appropriate expenditure processes are in place as well. The ERC manager is also responsible for the management of VIP visitors and media. This process will include the information management team and MRM or MEC. It's your responsibility to ensure they are treated accordingly without interrupting the purpose of the ERC centre, which is assisting the community in a crisis. VIPs and media shouldn't have access to the ERC. They may be invited in for specific times, like a community meeting. Find the balance in being polite and protective. Keep in mind that your job is to keep the community and your staff safe as a first priority. And don't forget to look after the health and safety of everyone under your watch at the ERC. That includes yourself. As each staff changeover occurs, hold a proper handover meeting, including paperwork. Use this time as an opportunity to check in with yourself, to monitor your own mental health and energy levels, and take a break if required. Once the decision has been made to stand down the activation, it is the role of the ERC manager to confer with the MRM and VIP management in regards to timing, actions and implementation of the stand down. Remember, you are managing the centre, so you will be the one to direct the deactivation of the ERC. Lean on those clear communication lines that you set up initially to help you manage and direct staff for deactivation. The MRM will organise the critical incident stress debrief sessions, but checking in with the team at the end of the shift is really important. This is called a hot debrief. After a high pressure environment at the ERC, it can take a few days to feel like you are back to your old self. During this time, it is really important to talk about your experiences, whether they are good or bad, and what the impacts were. Remember that this is a highly emotive environment which can be very stressful. This means sometimes we may respond to a situation in ways that were unexpected. This is okay. If a feeling or response arises that is unexpected, take some time out or speak to someone. A staff debrief session will be organised, either at the ERC or back at the council office. However the official debrief is conducted, we recommend attending. Talk to your teammates, line manager and friends and family. Be gentle to yourself and give yourself time to rest and recover. If you're still not feeling like you're back on track or would like further opportunity to debrief, make sure you contact your employee assistance program as soon as possible. It is much better to do that sooner rather than later. In summary, it's important to remember, as an ERC manager, your most important roles are organising the keys and accessing the ERC and ERC supplies, keeping the MRM and teams informed, managing and keeping staff safe and efficient, and ensuring that clear lines of communication are always active, and most importantly, delegate. For more information about your role, refer to the Emergency Relief Centre Standard Operating Guidelines, Section 3. Thank you for volunteering for such an important role.